inspiring, bold, progress, movement. These are just a few words that come to mind when I think about all of the collective action happening in the streets, on the picket lines, and on the shop floor. Working people in Oregon and across this country are fed up with a rigged economic system that isn't working for them, and they're doing something about it. Unions are gaining in popularity at levels not seen in 50 years. More workers are taking bold action at work than at any time since the 1980s. It's exciting, it's important, and it gives me a lot of hope for what working people can accomplish when we stand together. I'm Graham Trainer, Oregon AFL-CIO president, and you're listening to The Voice of Oregon's Workers, a monthly podcast from the Oregon AFL-CIO. As the State Federation of Labor Unions in Oregon, we proudly represent over 300,000 working people in every facet of our state's economy, and we serve as a strong voice for all workers, whether they have a union on the job or not. We're here to bring you the stories every month about the people and the organizations who are changing what it means to stand together and build power for working people. Welcome to the Voice of Oregon's Workers. Uh, for this month's episode, we are going to give you the audio from our 2020 Worker Memorial Day ceremony, which was held as an online video this year. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, we were unable to hold our traditional event, which happens in Salem, Oregon, at the Fallen Worker Memorial on our state capitol mall. If you're interested in watching the ceremony, please head to facebook.com slash OregonAFLCIO, click on videos, and you'll be able to find it there, as well as on our website, oraflcio.org. Thanks for listening. Good afternoon. My name is Graham Trainer, and I am proud to serve as president of the Oregon AFL-CIO, the statewide federation of labor unions and a voice for all workers. Thank you all for joining us remotely for our 2020 Workers Memorial Day ceremony. This year, a lot has changed and Workers Memorial Day takes on an amplified meaning. For many years, April 28th has been a day when Oregon's unions gather in Salem at the Fallen Worker Memorial to remember workers who have died or are injured on the job, and to renew our fight for strong safety and health protections. Due to the coronavirus pandemic and ensuing social distancing guidelines, we're honoring Oregon's fallen workers through an online video instead, and hope that next year, if we must, we will be able to gather in person, as is tradition. Unions and our allies have fought hard to make the promise of workplace safety and health a reality winning protections that have made jobs safer and saved lives. There is no question that we have made things better, but our work is not done. Each year, thousands of workers are killed and millions more suffer injury or illness because of their jobs. And this current public health and economic crisis we face presents a painfully poignant reminder that our work is far from over. 50 years ago this year, Congress passed the Occupational Safety and Health Act, promising every worker the right to a safe job. Across the nation today, unions and workers are gathering to honor fallen workers and to call on our leaders to do more. Unfortunately, in just the last few years, we've seen corporate interests take over many of our federal safety agencies. Progress has been stalled and troubling efforts to weaken or repeal key workplace safety protections have been underway. And today, 
the number of Occupational Safety and Health Administration inspectors at the federal level has never been lower. We must do more. And workers expect our elected leaders and employers to do more because the lives of Oregon workers are on the line. Some accidents that cause a worker to not come home from work on any given day might not have been avoidable, but year after year, there continue to be avoidable accidents that take a working Oregonian from their family, their loved ones, far, far too soon. So when I think about losses over the past year, I'm especially mindful of those that were due to a lack of safety protocols in a workplace or because of faulty or substandard equipment that workers were expected to use and had expressed their concerns about dozens of times or due to any other issue where an employer didn't prioritize fixing something before it was too late. Today, on April 28th, we remember and mourn the Oregonians who died on the job as a result of workplace injuries and illness in 2019. And we recommit ourselves to protecting working people from injury and disease on the job. This issue has never been more relevant than it is right now amidst a global pandemic. And Oregon's unions will never stop advocating for the safest workplaces possible. Today, we mourn the dead and we commit to fight like hell for the living. Next, Reverend Richard Davis will deliver our invocation for today's ceremony. Let's join our hearts and minds together in a spirit of prayer. Oh God of all times and places and people, God of peace and justice and compassion, you who call us all to lives of meaning and purpose. May we tune our hearts and minds to your presence within us and amongst us that we might feel empowered, empowered to meet with courage and resolve the challenges and opportunities that lie before us, empowered to bring more light and love and compassion into our hurting world. Let us now be gathered in spirit, if not in body, to remember and honor those Oregon workers whose lives were lost on the many jobs they performed, which served the common good. Hard jobs, dangerous jobs, and oftentimes too low paying. Let us not take for granted all those who put their well-being and their lives at risk to do essential work especially during this critical time when many workers must put themselves at risk to serve us. Let us remember to be their advocates. Today, we are humbly and sadly mindful of those who paid the ultimate sacrifice, whose lives were tragically ended on the job and whose families have since known shock and grief and heartbreak. The hardest thing we have to do in our lives is say goodbye to those we have loved. And knowing this, our hearts especially go out to grieving family members during your time of sorrow. We offer to you our compassion and our support. And may we remember too, in a spirit of gratitude, those brave souls who came before us, who fought against powerful interests in their time sometimes sacrificing their very lives for the right of workers to join together in collective bargaining to promote their legitimate rights for living wages and safe and humane working conditions. May we find inspiration in their example 
for our own challenging times. May we thirst for justice and compassion and equity in society. And may we labor together to deconstruct the human-made hells that are created by greed and indifference and intolerance in our world. May we strengthen our efforts to protect those who work in dangerous conditions. May we recognize the holy power that lies within us, individually and collectively, to bring about great good in our world. And may we use that power to do so. Amen. Thank you, Reverend. Joining us today to read the names of fallen workers from 2019 is Oregon State Senator Shamia Fagan. I'm Senator Shamia Fagan, and I was asked to read the names of the fallen workers for the 2020 Workers Memorial Day. Steve Bernacki, Brandon Blackmore, Otmar Borchard, Darren Braley, Gary Brownwood, Kirk Burkholder, David Callahan, Arsenio Carrillo Rivera, Jessica Combs, Ben Davidson, Dylan Denton, John Dickens, Larry Dill, Justin Drew, Zoe Easterday, Russell Elder, Theodore Erickson, Brian Ferguson, Theodore Fram, Rinaldo Garduno, Daniel Green, Judy Griffin, David Hansen, Darren Harrison, Steve Harshman, Carl Hellinger, Salvador Hernandez Trejo, Pablo Herzuk, Ronald Huff, James Lacey, Donald Long, Timothy Lyons, Tony Mack, Caterino Martinez Torres, German Medina Miro, Nathan Nelson, Peter Newman, Thomas Parrott, Nanette Patton, Valerie Peterson, Carl Pierce, Joshua Porter, Magdalena Ramon Guzman, Andre Resendez Orende, Susan Samsel, Oscar Segura Ruiz, Sarabit Singh, Adelaide Tolis Torres, Michael Stay, Patricia Stout, Bradley Sweet, Jerry Syverson, Ricky Taylor, Joshua Tripp, Crisforo Trujano Jimenez, Jose Vasquez Lopez, Jonathan Walker, Christian Warren, Daniel Wessel. May they rest in peace.
Thank you, Senator Fagan. We will now hear from Michael Wood, Administrator of Oregon OSHA. Welcome to the 2020 Workers Memorial Day. My name is Michael Wood and I'm the Administrator of Oregon OSHA. My comments today will be brief. Most years, Workers Memorial Day provides a day to gather together to remember why so many of us fight for workplace health and safety, to join in solidarity with those who have lost loved ones, and to rededicate ourselves to the principle that no worker should ever be lost to a workplace injury or illness. This year, of course, is different. Because we are in the midst of one of the most significant public health and workplace health crises most of us will ever experience, we cannot gather. We cannot grieve together. We cannot reach out to one another in solidarity and community, at least in the physical sense. That is a burden we are sharing throughout all of our lives at this moment in history. Whether it is lost opportunities to celebrate birthdays together, to grieve losses together, to gather in worship together, or to gather in celebration of our lives together, we are all in many ways more isolated than we could have imagined just a few short months ago. But that is also why it is important that Worker Memorial Day 2020 not simply passed by unnoticed. Because for the families and loved ones of those who lost their lives in Oregon workplaces last year, the crisis did not begin a few weeks ago. They have already experienced the greatest loss many of us will ever experience. The unexpected loss of a father, of a daughter, of a mother, of a son, or of a friend. They lost a coworker, a neighbor. They lost someone who made each of their lives richer. They lost someone they cared for, someone they loved. That loss must not be eclipsed by the events of the current crisis. The COVID-19 pandemic will pass. For many of us, we will return to our lives with little change, and these days will simply fade into memory but others will have lost loved ones to this disease. And some of those will no doubt be gathered for Worker Memorial Day in 2021. Those who remember their loved ones today know already the pain of such a loss. They know the frustration, the grief, and even the anger at a life cut short, at a story that has ended before its final pages could even have been written and they understand that such a loss is no less real for having happened in the shadows, unnoticed by the public, and sometimes barely mentioned by the news. There are times when we gather together to celebrate our successes, but this is not one of those times. Today, and this year, perhaps more than ever, we must remind ourselves that no loss of life in our workplace can ever be tolerated or accepted. We must remind ourselves that no one ever sends a loved one off to work in the morning with the recognition that their family and friends will not see them again. But it happens, and it happens far too often. 
It happens far too often, even for all of our past successes. Every year when I prepare this speech, I realize my words can never fully rise to the occasion. That whatever I may say, or however eloquently I may say it, I cannot do justice to the memories of those whom we grieve during this ceremony. And that has never been more true than now, as I look into a camera. But rest assured that I have not forgotten that there are faces behind this camera lens. I cannot hear your story today, as I do in other years, but I know that you have one to tell, and I grieve your loss. As I grieve your loss, and even as I recognize that I can never fully understand that loss, I also make you this promise. I will do everything in my power to protect other families and circles of friends from the loss and the grief that you have experienced. Together, those of us at Oregon OSHA and throughout Oregon who work to eliminate hazards that can cause serious injury, illness, and even death, share in that promise. We can do better. We will do better because we must do better. We owe it to you and to those for whom you grieve. I'll ride with the horses I'll swim through the sea I'll climb to the mountaintops Won't you come and follow me? Thank you, Michael. I hope that one day soon we will have no names to read on this day. Until then, we remain committed to advocating for the safety of every single worker. Until then, we gather in services like this across the country to call for safer workplaces. We must continue our work because everyone deserves to have safety and protections on the job. Anything less is unacceptable.